I'm going to ask if you be so kind to stand with us this morning. You all are going to be the choir this morning, amen. amen. We're going to worship in song as we think about all that the Lord has done for each and every one of us, amen. amen. Realizing that because he lives that we're able to face tomorrow, amen. Because he lives. What a mighty good God, church, that we serve. Let's sing together.
second service at 10.30 a.m., but we thank God. You know, what the Lord said in his word that wherever two or three are gathered together in his name, he said, there he shall be in the midst of them. How many of you know that the spirit of the living God is in this place? Amen. Where two or three are gathered together in his name. Amen. I'm going to ask for uh, Deacon uh, Busby, if you wouldn't mind uh, giving us a prayer this morning on this Easter Resurrection Sunday morning. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks for the sunrise, both that of the universe and that of your sun. The rising of the sun brings light, and that light is the light of the world through Jesus. We were in sorrow and pain from Friday, but when we found the tomb was empty, there was rejoicing. Like Mary Magdalene running to the apostle saying, he is gone. We now know why. And we thank you that you have ascended to the right hand of your father. Yes, Lord. We thank you that you have shown that there is victory over sin and death. Yes. And for those that have called upon your son, for salvation. Yes, Lord. He has never denied anyone. So, Lord, we give you thanks that you've given us the bodies that could be here today. Yes, Lord. And we know that there are others that may be coming, and there are those that, as Pastor said, are, are waiting for the regular service. But, Lord, we just give you thanks because our hearts are filled with joy. Yes, Lord. At knowing that he is risen. He is risen indeed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Amen. 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 You we're blessed this morning. We have uh, Pastor Paul Scott. Amen. His daughter Zanisha is with us this morning. Amen. Uh, early in the morning, and you know, when you're faithful to God, when it's in your heart and it's in your spirit to give God praise, I don't care what time of the day it is. I don't care how early in the morning it may be, but when you're filled with the Spirit of God, you have to get up and get moving, amen? And so we're going to be blessed in song by Pastor Paul and Denise. I'm going to call you back for a little later before I preach, amen? But come on, let's thank the Lord for Pastor Paul and daughter Zanisha.
None other like him. Amen. I don't know about you, but, you know, early this morning, I was just thinking about the goodness of God and all that he has done in my life. Can I ask you this morning, has the Lord done something in your life and on your behalf? Amen. Then we can't take that for granted. Amen. That we have to rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. Amen. We want to read a passage of scripture for you. I'm going to address it a little later on. In the gospel of Mark in the 16th chapter and verses 1 to 8, it's a passage that many of us are familiar with. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you just to stand as we read God's word and then we're going to utilize your voice in song. Amen. For the word of God says, and when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, have brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? 
And when they had looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were afraid. And he said unto them, Be not afraid. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There ye shall see him, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly, and they fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask you all, I told you you're going to be the choir this morning, amen. And so we're going to ask that you, as you continue to stand, if you would sing along with us, amen, this great, great hymn of God, that he arose, he arose, that he arose from the dead, amen.
Lord some praise. You may be seated. I'm glad that he arose. And he arose just for me and for you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that he arose. We're going to ask if one of our deacons would give us a prayer. Amen. Before we come forward with the word of God. Good morning, family. Good morning. If you'd all join me in a word of prayer as we prepare for the service. Father God, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you. We're so worthy to be praised. This is the day, Father. If you are a Christian, this is the day. We, we thank you for the sacrifices and what you did on Friday for allowing us to have a relationship with you. And today is the day that prophecy came true. He has risen risen indeed and father you rising and you not being there just allows us to have this relationship with you allows us to be here today allows us to be in your house fellowshipping and worshiping you father thank you thank you for your love thank you for being loved thank you for demonstrating what love is thank you for allowing us just to continue to have this relationship with you father god Th thank you just thank you. thank you we're so so um, happy and so grateful for what you did for us father we just ask that your presence be here this morning this service and next we ask for a blessing for every family represented here today father we ask you for just us to remember what this day means what this day is and then the love that you have for us. Father, we ask that you give Pastor Hamlet words to speak, give us the ears to hear, the heart to receive, and the courage to apply your love going forward, Father. We thank you, we love you, we praise you, we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You know, as we think about the goodness of God and all that he has done for us, my soul cries out hallelujah this morning, amen. Thanking God for being who he is because he is God and God all by himself. He doesn't need any other help. And so we rejoice on this day, amen. We're going to ask if Pastor Paul and Denise, if they will bless us in song, amen. Until I lay my head, oh, 
Thank you. 
testify this morning to that that you can sing to the goodness of God has the Lord been good to you has the Lord done something for you I don't know about you but I'm not going to let the, the stones and rocks cry out for me amen I'm going to sing to the goodness of God amen come on let's give the Lord some praise this morning on this Easter resurrection Sunday thanking the Lord for Pastor Paul and for Zanisha and gifts and talents that God has blessed them with and I love listening to Pastor Paul play I mean it's just soothes you to your soul amen and sisters Anisha thank you for using the gift that God has blessed you with the gift of song with every head bowed turn to God our Father Lord on this Easter Sunday resurrection morning Lord our hearts have been made glad in the goodness of the Lord realizing God that it was you who touched us this morning and woke us up to a brand new day knowing God that there are some who did not wake up this morning Lord we just say thank you for all of your blessings thank you for your grace thank you for your mercy thank you for your understanding thank you for your forgiveness of us God and Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for being our God, our Lord, and our Savior, our King of Kings, and our Lord of Lords. And so, God, we ask right now that as your word comes forth, we ask, God, that you would speak to hearts, those who are here in person, those who are watching by live stream. We pray, God, that as your word comes forth, that someone, upon hearing your word, will cry out this day on this Easter Resurrection Sunday, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's put our hands together and let the church say amen, amen. Again, I thank you all for... Uh, getting up this morning and having on your heart and in your mind to be here in the house of the Lord. I want to share a word with you this morning, and we read that word uh, in our scripture reading when I had asked for you to stand, but I want to reread that word on this Easter 
Resurrection Sunday morning. But you can stay seated, amen, where you are. I'm grateful and thankful that you came out this morning, amen, so I'm not going to tax you too much to, to, to get up. Uh, but we do thank and bless God's name. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says that when the Sabbath was over, the Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb. They asked each other who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. And as they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you in the Galilee. And there you will see him just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. And they said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. Amen. I want to preach on the subject this morning that the king always has one more move. You know, a number of years ago, several of our ministers and deacons attended a minister's conference in Hampton, Virginia. And we had the opportunity to hear one of the preachers of the conference by the name of Bishop Kenneth Ulmer, who is the senior pastor of the Faithful Central Bible Church in Inglewood, California. His church is one of the largest congregations in the United States. And faithful central worships in what used to be the old LA forum where the Lakers used to play. And he told a story, and I believe it was a wonderful story, about a couple of men who had visited a museum. And there they saw a painting of a chess game. I see Brother Jerry, amen. So this is right up your alley, Brother Jerry. It was a chess game. And in the picture, one person appears to be the devil, while the other one just appears to be any other man. And the picture depicts a man who was down to his last chess piece. And the artist entitled the painting Checkmate. And it so happens that one of the men who was there looking at the picture was an international chess champion. And he began to analyze this picture and he was intrigued by it, painting that the man himself who was with him got annoyed and wanted to know what are you doing? Why are you standing at this picture so long? And the international chess champion said that there was something that bothered him in this painting. 
He said, I just want to study it for a while. You go ahead and look around, and I'll be here when you get back. And his friend comes back after some time, and the chess champion says to him that we've got to find a person who painted this because he either must change the title or the picture. He said that there is something wrong with this painting. And his friend asked him, well, what's wrong with the painting? And the chess champion replies that he has entitled the painting and called it Checkmate, but that's totally wrong. The chess champion says that the king still has one more move. Church, I want to let you know this morning that Jesus is our king. And on this Easter Resurrection Sunday, I want you to know that the king always has one more move. In the Gospel of Mark in chapter 16, it begins with these words, that when the Sabbath was over. And the Sabbath that Mark refers to was the darkest Saturday in human history. Because on this Saturday, Jesus laid there deftly still in the tomb, having been brutally tortured and crucified by the Romans. Crucifixion, as you know, my wife and I watched The Passion of the Christ the other night. And uh, when it came out, I believe that was the first time anybody ever saw, depicted the brutality of what Jesus went through for us on that cross. And crucifixion had become a cruel art form for the Romans. They had perfected the skills over many decades, and they knew exactly how to inflict extreme pain on the enemies of Rome. And here Jesus was dead, and his disciples were in hiding and fearing that they would be next, that all hope was gone. Jesus, who they had hoped would lead them to freedom from the Roman domination, had become another victim of Rome's merciless hand. This was a day for them of shattered dreams and brokenness. This was a day for them that had them terrified and wounded in their hearts because the one who had promised never to leave them was gone. The one who had stolen their hearts and filled them with hopes and dreams of better days lay still in the grave and as far as they knew was never coming back. Every waking hour of Jesus' followers must have been torture. It was a day of darkness and gloom like no other. But church, I need to let you know this morning, the king always has one more move. God always has one more move, even when death seems to have the final say. In verses 1 through 3 of the text, it says that when the Sabbath was over, that Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices to, so that they might go and to anoint Jesus' body. And the very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb. And they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? And the word says that when the women made their way to the tomb, they weren't coming for breakfast. They were coming to be with the risen Christ. 
They were coming to anoint his body, amen, with spices so that his decaying remains wouldn't seek of stench of death. They were expecting Jesus to be dead just like every other man. But Jesus was church and still is alive today. The women were totally unaware that the King Jesus had one more move in him. King Jesus always has church one more move. The grave couldn't hold him down. Satan couldn't bind him up. And death could not defeat him. Amen. King Jesus wasn't backed into a corner when he laid in the tomb. He was carrying out church God's eternal plan to redeem us from the wages of sin. And the truth of the matter is, is that all of us are going to face death. It's a certainty of this life. You and I are going to eventually die unless Jesus comes back to the rapture of the church, amen? But the good news is, because the grave could not hold Jesus, so it will not hold those who believe in him and those who follow him from all of their hearts. I want you to listen what the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, 20, 22. Listen to what he said. He said, but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as it in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. Hallelujah. Paul's saying that Jesus has, church, one more move for us. And that is to raise us from the dead. Because for believers, even in the faith of death, we know that God has one more move and it is eternal life. Amen? So not only that, but God has one more move when it comes to giving hope to a world that is doomed to die. Amen? Listen to what verses 4 to 6 of this text says again. It says that, but when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. And as they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen, and he is not here. See the place where they laid him. You see, Mark begins verse 4 with these words, but when they looked up. When we're looking up, church, with our hearts that are set on the things above, we can begin to see and hear what God sees and what God hears. What they saw was a stone had been rolled away, which wasn't at all what they had expected. Because when they entered the tomb, they saw an angel. And they heard the angel declare that Jesus Christ has risen from the dead, that King Jesus had conquered death, and now life begins. Because death has no more power over the grave for Jesus or his followers like you and I, amen? Scripture says that they fled the tomb trembling and bewildered. It doesn't say that they ran out of the tomb hopeless. King Jesus had one more move. And that move was to instill hope in all who trust him. What we have to do is to put our trust and our faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
He is the only one that's going to be able to get us out of the mess that we are in. Amen. We are living in a last time scenarios and just turn the news on and look and see what's going on around this world. And Jesus Christ alone is the only one that's going to be able to get us out of this. Amen. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 15, 13, listen to what he said. He said, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? You see, as Christians, <clears throat> we have eternal hope through the power of the resurrection, which has been secured for us the hopes and dreams that we have in us. Amen? Listen to what God says in Jeremiah 29, 11. Listen to what he says. He says, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Amen, somebody. We've been given living hope today, church. We've been given a future, amen, that's eternally bright, a hope that nobody can take away from us because the king always has, he always has one more move. Even when life is hard, the king still has one more move. Even when life is despairing and painful, the king always has one more move. Verse 8 of our text says this, that trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. And I'm sure if we encountered that, that we would be afraid as well, amen, running for our lives because a celestial being had shown up, amen. However, because Jesus rose from the dead, there are no longer the kind of rules that hold us down, church. No matter how bad things may get, when you know Jesus is with you, Jesus will give you a hope. He'll give you a peace that will pass all understanding, amen. And so when you lost, think about this, when you lost a precious loved one, your heart can shout, thank God for the resurrection. When your health fails and you're facing pain, know that Jesus is at your side because of the resurrection. When your heart is broken over a relationship that's gone bad, there's one who will never leave you. There's one who will never forsake you all because of the resurrection. Amen. So when you're told that you have terminal illness and you're not going to make it, there's still a Jesus, amen, by whose stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. And if death does come knocking, King Jesus still has one bigger move for you. And that move is to give you life in heaven, all because of the resurrection. Church, no matter what the obstacle may be, no matter how hopeless things may look in your life right now, no matter what's going on, God always has one more move. God always has one more play in his playbook that will be awesome to see when God uh, delivers it in our lives. Because when things look really bad, church, and when we think it's all over, you need to remember one thing, that with God, it's never over. With God, he always has 
one more move. Jesus was raised from the dead, and because of that, we always have some options, but they're God's options. Amen? You have a future in God. I want to tell you this morning, don't give up. Don't give in to this world. Don't lose hope today. Don't despair today. Live in hope because King Jesus always has, church, one more move. Even when death is staring you in the face, just remember that Jesus Christ, he is risen from that grave and that he's alive today and he's well today. And if you believe in him with all of your heart, even death can be conquered. Amen. One day you and I are going to face that time when death is going to be knocking on our door. But I thank God because he has one more move left. Amen. That we can face and have a resurrection. And I'm so glad this morning that early on that Sunday morning that Jesus got up from the grave and he had all power in his hands. And when I think about the goodness of God and all that the Lord has done for me, if I had what you had and God blessed me the way he's blessed you, all I can do is say thank you, Jesus, for the blessings you gave in my life. And if the Lord has blessed you, and God's done something for you that even though we're early in the morning, somebody ought to begin to give God praise and thank God for his blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. Giving God praise because the king always has one more move. Why don't you stand with me this morning? I want to extend an invitation to those who are here to those who are watching by live stream on this Easter Sunday Resurrection Day. There may be someone here this morning who does not know Jesus and the pardoning of their sins. And the Lord is speaking just to you to give your heart and your life to him. Amen. This is the time. This is the opportunity God has given. Listen, tomorrow is not promised to us. But thank God for today. And so today you can make a choice. You can make a decision to give your heart and your life to the Lord. Is there one here today that the Lord is speaking to on this Easter Sunday morning, Resurrection Day, that God is speaking to you to come just as you are, that God will fix it in your life? For those who are listening by live stream this morning, God is speaking just to you. And the Lord is speaking to you, and he's asking you to come. Just reach out to us this morning, amen. You can reach out to us through our Facebook or the website or a text, email. Amen. We have all this social media that we have today. There's ways to get in touch. You can give a call, amen, to the church or to myself. But we just invite you to encourage. If there's somebody who lives in this community and you're looking for a church home, we invite and encourage you. We would love to have you fellowship with us here at Second Baptist Church. Amen. The Lord is speaking to you about rededicating your life to him. Then come just as you are. Amen. God can help you through whatever you're going through because Jesus, the king, always has one more move. Amen. You know, we can give a response today in song this morning. It is laying on my heart the song that Christ the Lord is risen today. We're going to put the words up on the screen, amen, and we want you to sing along with us. And then we're going to have our benediction uh, just outside the doors across. I know it's a little chilly this morning, but put your coat on, amen. 
And we just want to go out in God's nature and say, Lord, thank you. Christ the Lord is risen. Come on, let's give God praise. We're going to ask that you would put your coat on, amen. We're going to go right outside. There is a huge cross right over our door, and we're going to have our benediction, amen. Uh, after that, uh, we'll uh, have a breakfast that will be served. Uh, for those of you who will not be staying for our second service at 1030 a.m., uh, if uh, you want to uh, place your tithes and offerings, uh, you can do so in the uh, black offertory box at the back of the church. Amen. So let's grab our coats and let's assemble ourselves uh, right outside the door. Amen. <laughs> 